Hello ghosts, ghouls, and lovers of all things gruesome and scary. This is the first official episode of the Fear You Can Hear podcast, and I am your host, Ophelia Black. Today's podcast is of the life and some of the most terrifying murders of cannibalistic killer Albert Fish. Due to some of the extreme content in the podcast, listener discretion is advised. Albert Fish was known by many names, the Grey Man, the Brooklyn Vampire, the Moon Maniac, the Boogeyman, and so many others across the United States. He was notoriously known for raping, torturing, killing, and even eating children. Fish's father died shortly after his birth on May 19, 1870. With Fish being the youngest child, his mother gave him to an orphanage when she realized that she couldn't take care of him. It was at the orphanage where Fish began to develop into his mental illness. The nuns at the orphanage would beat the children and even encourage violence among them. Fish actually enjoyed all of the violence and was quick to adapt to the normalness of it. His mother eventually took him back years later and Fish developed further into a psychosexual fixation and began to self-mutilate. His favorite way to do this was to embed needles into his groin and stomach and beat himself using a nail-studded paddle. In 1882, roughly 12-year-old Fish began relations with the telegraph boy. It was through this relationship where Fish discovered his pleasure of eating human feces and he also found joy when thinking or watching somebody urinate. In 1910, Fish now in his 40s, he developed a relationship with a painter named Thomas Keaton. This relationship was where Fish developed the joy of inflicting pain on others. Just 10 days into their relationship, Fish locked Keaton up in an abandoned house where he would torture him eventually cutting off half his penis in a Vaseline-lined handkerchief and then giving him a $10 bill and a kiss goodbye for his troubles, completely abandoning Keaton. Surprisingly, Fish got married and had six kids of his own. His wife ended up leaving him once his mental illness led to him beating her. There's no evidence on whether or not he abused his children. They watched him struggle with his hallucinations and were taught mildly cytomasochistic games. But it's only his oldest son who resents him. And for that, Fish demanded that the rest of the family shun the oldest son. Fish discovered the joy of cannibalism through eating raw meat. When he no longer found satisfaction in that, he turned to abducting and eating children. He openly claims to have had a kid from every state in America, but it's unknown whether he means sexually or to have actually eaten those children. His biggest victims were those who were homeless and those with darker skin pigmentations because the public wouldn't take much notice in those kinds of disappearances. He would also look in the paper for ads of younger children looking for work. Eventually, this is how he would end up getting caught. One of Fish's confessed victims was of a boy named Billy Gaffney. In his confession, Fish describes the incident. I whipped his bear behind till the blood ran from his legs. I cut off his ears, nose, slit his mouth from ear to ear, 
gouged out his eyes. He was dead then. I stuck the knife in his belly and held my mouth to his body and drank his blood. Countless children lost their lives to this madman, but the child that actually caused fish to get caught was one no one would have ever expected. Edward Budd, an 18-year-old boy, was looking for farm work. He even had his ad in the paper. Fish's plan was to lure, mutilate, and kill Edward. He even made false claims of owning a farm. During his efforts to lure Edward, he ended up meeting his younger sister, Grace, who was just 10 years old. He gave up all motive on Edward and instead came back to the Buds' house the next day, asking permission from the parents to take Grace to his niece's birthday party in upstate New York. They unfortunately agreed and sealed Grace's fate for good. Fish had told Grace to play outside while he got things ready. He beckoned her inside where she discovered him naked. She began to cry and even told him that if he did anything to her, she would tell her mom. She tried to run, but he locked her inside, and that was the last of poor Grace's life. Even though the majority of Fish's victims were young boys, whom he actually preferred, it was Grace's death that would lead to the capture of Fish. The evidence even came from Fish himself. Fish sent Grace's mother a letter trying to get a rise from the newly broken-hearted parents. The letter read, First, I stripped her naked. How she did kick, bite, and scratch. I choked her to death. Then cut her into small pieces so I could take the meat to my room to cook it and then eat it. It took me nine days to eat her entire body. The police were able to find him because the stationery he used was directly linked to the place where he was staying in New York. When they caught Fish, he immediately confessed. He excitedly relived the gruesome details. Sadly, there was only enough evidence to convict Fish on three cases. During a psychiatric evaluation, he confessed to 10 different sexual fetishes, including pedophilia. Fish claimed God himself told him to molest, kill, and eat his victims. He even tried pleading for insanity, but the jury felt that he should still be executed. Fish met his end and was electrocuted on January 16, 1936 in Sing Sing Correctional Facility in New York. His confessions were so horrific, his lawyer refused to release them, stating, I will never show it to anyone. It was the most filthy string of obscurities that I have ever read. Albert Fish was a crazy cannibalistic killer who murdered more kids than you can count. He tore apart families and tortured the helpless and defenseless. Hopefully his death will ease the tension and heartbreak of those families and put the rest of the poor innocent souls that were all taken way too soon. You can find more of our podcasts on Anchor, Spotify, and wherever else you may listen. You can also follow us on Instagram and Facebook under The Fear You Can Hear. And don't forget to join in on the action and tell us what serial killer story you'd like to listen to next. As always, stay safe. You never know 
what kind of things can actually go bump in the night.